You're listening to The Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. I'm Monica Walters. And I'm Sandra Rivera. I want to welcome Monica Walters to the show. She's Sandra's little sister. Now, I do want to say that the relationship between Monica and Sandra is exemplary. Okay, so we talk about sibling relationships, but this one goes like on another level. These two like share a brain. Like they're always on the phone. <laughs> like they'll leave each other's company and they immediately get on the phone. Like they'll call after they left the we house. We forgot. We forgot. I we forgot, forgot to, to tell you something. something. See what I mean? They like, even finished each other's sentence right there. Yeah. Like Sandra will come in talking to Monica on the phone and I'm like, where'd you just come from? And she's like, Monica's. I go, what? What is there left to say? And they're carrying on like they hadn't talked to each other in weeks and they live three minutes away. You understand? So I'm like, is there any point that you just hang up? Yeah. To go to bed. <laughs> Were you two always this close or is this something no. that kind of developed? Oh my gosh, no. Mm-hmm. We so, weren't close growing up at all until she moved off to college. And then all of a sudden- So once she got away from you, mm-hmm. then you were able to appreciate her. We couldn't have been more opposite growing up. Well, how? Night and day. How? I was the goody two-shoes. You were day and she was night. Yeah, exactly. Monica was, you know, more of a loner than I was. She took more risks than I did. Um, She wasn't as, I don't know, what's the good word? Nice. She wasn't as nice, yeah. (laughs) I was much more the goody two-shoes. So when you say risks, what is one risk that uh, she took that you would be like, no? Um, Monica snuck out often really yeah so you would have to cover up i don't know that no. i ever did no, no. she wasn't o- in on it i, no. I couldn't tell we, her we she would rat me out yeah nice well and yeah. if she's the goody two-shoes she's not gonna cover for you yeah, yeah. Nice. no it, we didn't have that bond where i where i was like i got you i got you no no you would snitch <laughs> she knew you would snitch yeah. and you're the older sister i was the one who would come home and be like let's clean the house and surprise mom and dad <laughs> What? <laughs> and Monica was like, when are you going away to college? Yeah. I need you to go away. <laughs> Once she moved away, then you were like, okay, you know, maybe she's got some good qualities. Yeah, she was gone. All of a sudden I needed advice. <laughs> so I would call her for everything. And then that's when it all just built you, from you there. You would call her from one of your little escapades where you'd be out and about. Yeah. Listen, so they don't know I'm out of the house. It's three o'clock in the morning. How do I get back in? <laughs> Should I clean the house when I get home? <laughs> right. <laughs> how I make it up. Is that what I do? How did you do it? So what about your relationship with your parents? Because just like you guys were night and day, I think your mom and your dad are like night and day. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to like convince somebody that your parents were actually together. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) no, because they're, they're very opposite. It's like if my parents ever got a divorce, it would make sense to people. They'd be like, yeah, because they're very different. But they're married, so you're forced to understand that. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, that makes sense because you're married. But your parents have been divorced now for a while, right? I think and that's part of why we grew closer because things started happening after she left for college. Actually, after I left for college, Mm -hmm. too, is when I came back home. All of a sudden, it's like things were shifting. (laughs) By shifting, you meant your parents went, you know, that's it. Yeah. And your parents are your parents are really cool about it. Listen, when I went to ask uh, your father for Sandra's hand, things were very tense. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, your parents weren't even in the same room. But to me, I'm like, listen, I got to do this, okay? <laughs> so can we all just get along? And I remember the day your father didn't want to be there and your mom was putting together a cushion. 
I always remember that. She was like stuffing in like you know, uh, uh, like a sofa cushion. Right. And like uh, sewing, sewing it. it. Yeah. So she was busy doing the little sofa cushion thing. And your father was like, his skin was crawling. And I have this whole speech. And it's like both of them, like if you could hear their thoughts, they were just going, just get it over with. Just get out. Just get out. Because <laughs> I, I want to be alone. Hiram wants to leave. And you shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and as soon as I was done, I think maybe Hiram said, sure. <laughs> What about your relationship with your father? Tell me about that. Um, Dad, he will give you anything. I mean, he's got a huge heart. He's extremely generous. Um, he's extremely hardworking and, and driven. Um, but with that comes a very strong and intense personality that if you aren't comfortable with him or don't know him well, it can come off very intimidating. Yeah, I thought you were mm -hmm. going to say, and, and with that comes a very high price. <laughs> That few of us have to pay no. on a daily Sandy basis. Sandy and I get to see sides of dad that, you know, unfortunately not a lot of people get to see because he is actually a really fun person to be around yes. when he's in his, you know, comfortable setting. But he does have high expectations of us and, you know, anyone else around him. As long as, you know, he's in a comfortable place and, you know, we're just kind of sitting back chit-chatting. He's extremely funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and extremely complimentary and generous with his with his affection and his love and very nice. And it was your dad who started Chicago Dog and Co. Correct. Right. And that's how you guys are now working together. Right. You opened a hot dog stand. Nobody calls it a hot dog stand anymore but you. Really? Yeah. We call it the, the restaurant. restaurant. Oh, but you used to call it the hot dog stand, <laughs> right? And now I'm saying it, and now I'm the only one saying it. Great. So you serve what? We serve a variety of things. We serve uh, traditional Chicago hot dogs, Italian beefs, smash burgers, tamales, Polish sausage, Italian sausage. So all the typical street food that you would find in Chicago. For those of us that aren't from Chicago, what's a traditional Chicago hot dog? To say you are eating a Chicago hot dog means that you are eating a Vienna beef hot dog uh, on a steamed poppy seed bun with tomatoes, pickles, neon green relish, diced onion, mustard, celery salt, sport peppers. Right, did wow. I miss one? Yeah, so the, seven, minute, seven the minute toppings. she started with tomatoes, I'm out. It's like they threw the whole garden of vegetables That's in there. That's exactly Run it what through it's the called. garden. Oh, yeah. really? They, they yeah. call it run it through the garden. Yeah, yeah. I just want the hot dog with ketchup. Can I get that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a plain dog. Plain that, dog. That's a hot dog. We'll add ketchup at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you must. You like like a stadium hot dog. That's what right. that is. Yeah, I don't want all of that. It, you know, if I wanted all of that, I'd get a meal. You know what I mean? Like I don't. It sounds like a lot, but if you tried it, it's very tasty. If I ever bit a hot dog that had a pickle in it, do you know? That's the, true. He doesn't like pickles. The so. visceral reaction. Well, a lot of people order them without pickle. But you can true, get everything but the pickle. But a true Chicago hot dog, you got to eat it with a pickle. Well, that is what a Chicago hot dog is. Well, then somebody didn't know what they were doing because that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, pickles should never be even be eaten. But anyway, um, so what are some of the lessons that you think you've learned having been in business now for now you're going on your second month? Mm -hmm. um, I will say I have a newfound respect for anybody in the restaurant industry. This is the hardest that I have ever worked. It is the most stressed that I have ever been. And, and it, you're still running your law practice. Correct. And you're still 
taking care of four kids. Correct. Nice. And then you're also running a Chicago hot dog stand. A very successful one. (laughs) More successful than we had anticipated. Yes. So tell me about that. So you guys are doing even better than you thought. Much better. And and I think the easiest way to judge that is by the lines that form outside of this little hot dog stand. Restaurant. Or restaurant, (laughs) which drives me crazy because I hate lines. Why would anybody stand in a line for a half hour to eat a hot dog with a pickle in it? You know what I mean? You could call ahead. Now you can. Opening day, you could not. There's no way. We weren't even answering answering the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Phone was ringing like, nope, uh -uh, not today. It's crazy. People were lining up, bro, for a long time. And people are still lining up. And we're much faster, though, now. So the waits are not that long. So what have been some of your uh, surprises? Anything that's uh, surprised you that you didn't expect going into it? Because I know you pretty much expected the worst, but did anything surprise you, good or bad? Uh, I think what surprised me the most is how um, how the community, how much the community embraced us. I mean, people were coming up and telling us how they'd been watching our construction, you know, for the past year and how excited they were. Um, they wanted to talk to us about, you know, where they were from in Chicago. They wanted to uh, just have a conversation. Are you the owners? You know, where are you from? Oh, we're from here too. And I think that kind of surprised me of how excited people were for this. I mean, it wasn't just another new place to eat. Like they wanted to create, you know, memories there. And people, we've had customers who have been there 10 plus times already. Um, We have a customer who comes every Friday with his grandson, you know. And so in this short time, people are already starting to build traditions at our place. And and that's that's exciting to watch. I thought you were going to say at our hot dog stand. I I thought that's where she was going. (laughs) And then she stopped and said at our place. What do you know now that you wish you knew that day when he told you about his idea? <laughs> um, I wish I knew how much I was going to be actually working there. <laughs> <laughs> so I could have prepared myself a little bit more. You um, thought you were just going to go in and be like, how's everybody doing? Does anybody need anything? No? Okay. Right. I'll mm-hmm. see you tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. I just didn't think it was going to be like so nonstop, you know, because obviously I've, you know, been to other places similar uh and it's just it's not nonstop. you can go in there and be the only you know customer you know it's just it's you, very you thought, rare that we don't have somebody standing at our window you so, thought it'd be dead you didn't dead know it is be not this. the right word it was more like thought it'd be more casual thought me and my best friend could work there and just goof off for <laughs> <laughs> take a customer here and there but you know what that would not have helped us <laughs> So the fact that we're so busy um, just gives me a lot of um, comfort. And it truly is a family affair, right? Oh, yeah. So your husband works there and he plays a large role in it. Yeah, he's the manager. Mm -hmm. What what does he do besides fix something if it breaks? (laughs) Well, he is in charge of just the main operation of how um, things are prepared uh, and the inventory being ordered. You know, which is huge. Recipes. Um, recipes. He created the Italian beef recipe. Um, wow. That's there. Pretty much he has his hand in everything. Even if, you know, he's delegated it, he's still every part of that. Awesome. And what role does your father play? So he's kind of the support. Um, he, you know, he, he organizes our back room for inventory. He does our runs, um, you know, for anything that we run out of. Um, but he's also there as, to a certain degree, a mentor. You know, he's the only one that has really run a retail type business, a retail related business. 
Um, he's been in the industry for years and years with Costco. Um, so he has a wealth of knowledge um, that he can share with us in terms of you know how to order, how much to order, and what kind of things do you need to look out for when you're hiring employees or when you're trying to retain employees. So all these little things that neither one of us have ever had to think about or do, we don't see these things. He does. And so he's there to make sure that we know how to sustain this business. So why did you mention to me, and maybe Monica, you can answer this. Why did Sandra mention to me that the best place for your father to be would be at his house in Puerto Rico? Not not even in Orlando. She said the best place horrible. where he could be would be like in Puerto Rico. Why? Why is that? And what what have you discovered in working with him <laughs> that makes you wish that? Because he is very intense and he does have a lot of expectations and there is really not a whole lot of room for messing around. So, you, you know, he expects to see people heads down Working. Like a prison camp. <laughs> Sometimes it might feel that way to our employees, yes. That's um, what it just that's what it just sounded yeah. like. And, you know, he and Doug have had to work on their relationship a little bit, you know, because my husband, as, you know, great as he is, can be just as stubborn and pig headed and defensive. He's, so he's very independent. Yeah. So it's hard. Uh it's been kind of a challenge for them to kind of Doug has a hard time being told something by dad and vice versa. So it's been a work in progress. I, I should have both of them on the podcast. <laughs> you know, and I could be like the mediator. Have them like, both in the podcast when we get our orders because yeah. that's when everything <laughs> blows up. But they always work it out and they both respect each other a lot. It's just, it's taken a, it's taken a lot to get there. Now, one of the toughest parts, obviously, of running a business like this are the reviews. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we live in a day, right, where everybody wants to put a review and everybody looks forward to negative reviews, right? You're, you're more likely to write a negative review than you are a positive, right? Yes. Correct. Now, I, I left a five-star review first day. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, you guys have a good rating. You guys have a 4.4 on Google, which is good. Pero siempre hay uno that's going to want to leave a negative review. And in this podcast, we always read the one-star reviews because we find them extremely amusing, right? (laughs) Great. Um, And I know it must be tough to respond, right, to these negative reviews when you want to disagree. You know, we're trial lawyers, so I know it's very difficult for you to read something that you disagree with. And uh, not try and write an entire dissertation. Right, you know, right. Or rebuttal. Right. So and I still th- give them the benefit as opposed to going exactly. against what they're saying. Exactly. Yeah, and me, being non-confrontational, I just go, la, 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 I can't hear or see anything. Yeah, I only read the four and five stars. <laughs> so I thought, why don't I read you a few, right? Oh God. So you can answer I'm the gonna way- not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> right, so you can answer the way you'd really like to answer, right? Not, not, just, not just as a business owner but you know like i said as a trial lawyer okay. you know what i mean because you know we can't have somebody have the last word right that is true especially if their word doesn't make any sense okay so that's that's just a lawyer thing all right so i know that monica's not really good with confrontation so we'll i'm gonna give this one to sandra you okay earmuffs <laughs> yeah here we go this one is from turnip turnip oh i know what you're gonna read okay one star I'll read the review and mm-hmm. then I'll read your response, okay. which is very professional, by the way. She writes, the chili cheese dog is a crime to humanity and should be removed from the menu. $4.50 for a product that is significantly more expensive and worse quality than competitors. Now, Chicago Dog & Co. answered, we appreciate you coming out to give us a try. 
I'm sorry you weren't completely satisfied with your meal, please feel free to email me at info at chicagodogandco.com and let me know specifically what you didn't like about your meal. Thank you. Now, I know Sandra, and I could feel the thorns in that message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could feel her restraint. You could let me know specifically. There's yep. a little word in that there. That was the first jab yep. she threw. That was a little, uh. Yeah. I'll give you my email, and I'll, and I'll give you nice words, but I'm going to poke you right. to let you know I'm on to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Sandra, yes. why don't you go ahead and respond, but in a way you'd like to do it. Like if she was sitting across from you. <clears throat> okay. Uh, for a $4.50 chili and cheese hot dog, those are some very aggressive words and descriptions. And I will say that while you may not have enjoyed it, we have enjoyed the profits that have come from the many chili and cheese hot dogs that we have sold this Ouch. past month. Wow, she just threw that out there like <laughs> So that. obviously there's plenty of people that plenty. like the chili cheese At 10.30 a.m. At 10.30 in the morning. Chili cheese dog. <clears throat> chili cheese dog. Yeah. I was more offended by her usage of a crime to humanity. It's yeah. extreme. That's an extreme. One of the first thing. things I'd say is, who are you to categorize something as a crime to humanity? Do you even know what those words mean? Yeah. Your one-star review is a crime to humanity. First of all, it's not even grammatically correct. You say, for a product that is significantly more expensive and worse quality than competitors, the sentence should continue. <laughs> <laughs> but you just ran out of big words? It stopped right there. Uh, she so, fell off the cliff with the yeah. words. So turnip turnip. Uh <laughs> oh I have goodness. a feeling I have a feeling that she's gone back, okay? Uh and maybe just ordered something less expensive. So just order the fries. Okay. If you don't want to order, if you don't want to pay four dollars and fifty cents, just order a side of fries. They're pretty good. Yeah. Monica, your turn. Oh boy. <laughs> you can do this. This one is from Jadira. And it's two stars, so not bad. She writes, was not too impressed with the food. I was born and raised in Chicago. This place does not remind me of Chicago. That's it. <laughs> so can I just comment before I get oh to goodness. Sandra's review? Um, so all she wrote was basically that she was not too impressed with the food. Too impressed. So she was impressed. Right. She was impressed, just not too impressed. Right. Okay. So can you specify? Yeah, I'll specify. I'll tell you that I was born and raised there. And I'll tell you that this place doesn't remind me of Chicago. It doesn't? Why? The title itself doesn't remind you? It doesn't remind you because you're in Florida? Yeah. Is that it? Yep. So Sandra writes, I'm sorry we didn't meet your expectations. Please email us at info at chicagodogandco.com and let us know why you weren't happy with your visit. We want to learn from our customers and use that information to deliver a better experience every time. Again, you could tell the thorns within the words, right? She's basically going, can you elaborate? Uh, can you give me a little more info? Right. So, Monica, go ahead and address Jadira, okay? She's not here, so you could just, you know, put away your fears of confrontation. Because let me tell you something right now. Jadira Peña sounds like she would fight back. <laughs> this is not the kind of lady you want to talk to, but this is safe. In the safe of the confines of the podcast. Go She's going to come find me. Yes, but right now, Right now, I'm good. Okay. Um, all I can say to that is... People will say, this reminds me just like back home. I feel I feel like I'm back home when I eat here. And then you have people who are like, this isn't exactly like this place or this place. There are so many places in Chicago that sell Chicago dogs, Italian beefs, you know, all kinds of food. 
There's one on every corner. So depending on where you went when you lived in Chicago, you're going to have a different experience at each one of those places. Not every single one of those places has food that tastes the same. So I don't understand that comment from people or from her specifically because, yeah, we're not going to be exactly like your little neighborhood joint in Chicago, but your neighborhood joint in Chicago is not going to be like the other neighborhood joint in Chicago. And Right. You know, so you're so saying on. that in Chicago, there's a lot of hot dog stands. Yes. Maybe that's countless. why you didn't remind her of Chicago because you insist on calling it a restaurant. Maybe that's what it was. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's <laughs> probably like, ah, I'm not feeling this restaurant. But we sell, you know, the Vienna dogs and the poppy seed buns and all. So it's like if she had a hot dog, it would have been the same thing you would get at a typical place in Chicago. Maybe she needed right. it to be like 20 below with like six feet of snow. Maybe she just I'm, needed that atmosphere yeah. that Sorry, we couldn't I provide. create the Midwest for you. And I'd rather <laughs> not. Florida. And that's why most people from Chicago appreciate our weather quite See? a bit. It probably tastes different to eat a Chicago hot dog with the humidity of Florida than in Chicago. Right. So that was your taste bud probably feel different. Yeah. That was not a helpful review whatsoever. No. It didn't There's nothing offer I any can information. do about it. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, you did great. Look okay, at you. Thanks. Yeah. And one more thing. No, oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, now you're getting warmed up. <laughs> and one more thing, Jadira. <laughs> So what about commercials? You guys have not put out a commercial, right? But you know you're going to need a little jingle. You know you need a hook because you know these food establishments, they all have a hook, right? Like McDonald's, right? I'm loving it. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. Burger King, have it your way, right? Mm-hmm. Arby's, it's we have the, the meats. meats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? And Popeye's, love that chicken from Popeye's. It's catchy. You guys need something. You guys haven't thought of anything? No. No. <laughs> See, that's why I'm here. So I told Jose to start working on a hook for you guys, right? And so we started doing a little research. And we found somebody, Emmeline Fontano, who put together a little jingle I want you guys to listen to. Check this out. Chicago Dog and Company. Huh? So all that's missing is for you guys to be like, at Chicago Dog and Co., we sell, you know, hot dogs and Italian beefs. And whenever you're done, then I can hit that. So go ahead and try it. Try what? Like at Chicago Dog and Co. And tell us what you sell. At Chicago Dog and Co., we are pleased to bring you Vienna products, smash burgers, Polish sausage, Italian sausage, anything that your heart desires. Chicago Dog and <laughs> Company. So- <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah, yeah. That is perfect. I and mean, then, technically, the name of our best business is Chicago Dog & Co., though. Yeah, but, you know, uh, let's just, let's just <laughs> We thought about that. Let's just roll with it. So, and then as a standalone commercial, right? Check this out. Chicago Dog & Company, we've got sausages for you. Chicago Dog & Company, we've got Spanish burgers, too. Chicago Dog & Co. <laughs> What the laugh? My favorite part was the laugh. <laughs> In that perfect. Awesome. Let me tell you something. That's as good as it gets, okay? <laughs> because I told Jose to come up with one. Uh, and, Can't wait. Uh, this is what he came up with. Go ahead. Give me a sausage. <laughs> give me a dog. Give me anything from Chicago Dog and Co. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Could you imagine if you had to pay for that? <laughs> Could you imagine the reviews that that little jingle is going to get? One star. I appreciate all of the effort. One, two, one, two, four. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Give me a break. Woo! Give me a break. 
Gimme anything from Chicago Dog and Co. And that was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. I'm Monica Walters. And I'm Sandra Rivera. For more information on my shows, Mi Gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com. And to follow me on social media, you can go to Ellie Castro Comedy. And you can follow us at uh, Chicago Dog and Company on Instagram or Chicago Dog and Co. on Facebook. And you can follow me under Jose A-Rod. And don't forget to leave us a review. We love those five-star reviews. And don't forget, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Chicago Dog and Company. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.